Hey. Hi. Well, I'm excited to to talk about aliens today Yay, I and know. outer space. We started with the Kamoon. Now we're going straight up UFO, US government. And honestly, this is what this is the topic that actually got me engaged and excited about conspiracy theories. Oh, I love and that. it all started with the documentary on Netflix, Unacknowledged. I'm going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, and I know that, like, I recommended it to all my friends. It was just so mind-blowing. Like, it starts out saying, in this really deep godlike voice, of he's course. like, they say that every, with every single sand of grain, or no, with every single grain, grain of sand. sand. Got it. I, you know what? You couldn't. I always if you do didn't that. correct yourself, I would have been like, uh huh. I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't make any I sense. know exactly what you're talking about. With every single grain of sand there is on Earth, there's believed to be another life sustaining planet out there. Jesus. Which is just so wild to think about because it is that's wild. so much. I mean, okay. Well, let's just intro this. Thing. Okay. No, I'm really excited because again, this is this is the conspiracy that got me into conspiracy theories. And I love thinking about space. Like it's it's actually a little bit trippy and almost kind of scary sometimes, but mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting because we don't know so much. There's anything that can be out there, right? Yeah. But we're gonna talk today, we're gonna start talking about Project Blue Book. Okay, give me what is it? What's the background? Yeah, definitely. Start? So we're going to talk about Project Blue Book and how sketchy the government was with it, what's been going on since then, and what's going on now, and what people are sort of thinking now, and you, why. You know what? I'm burping a couple times. Do you think you can hear that in the mic? I haven't I'm heard it, it once. really quiet. Okay. Are you burping, like, into the mic, or, like? No, like, kind of, trying like, to burp. Yeah. Right. No, you're I'm good. drinking Chopa Chico, so. So Project Blue Book was the third government-operated study on UFOs. Um, it started in 1952. Before that, there was Project Sign, and then it was followed by Project Grudge in the 40s. So do we know these were official Yes, government these were projects. official government-operated study projects. Okay. Um, the primary goals of Project Blue Book were to determine if UFOs were a threat to national security, and then also to use a team of top-level scientists to analyze the UFO-related data that they compiled. So, so at the time, you have to think back. Like, there was a lot of hysteria. Everyone was getting their media from the same outlet, mm-hmm. right? Everyone was getting their news from the same newspaper, radio. radio. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was all that they had. <laughs> um, and people were going crazy. And, like, everyone wanted kind of to feel a little safer and to feel like the government was doing something about it. And so, when, like, when was this? I, I think I... This was in... This was right before Project Blue Book, around 1950. So Harry Truman was actually president at the time, and he was very concerned that the general public would, you know, jump to conclusions, assume that Earth was being taken over by aliens, it's going to be the end of the world, and he basically wanted to control the public outcry. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria, indeed. Yes. So... Now we were thinking the actual mission was to denounce the UFOs, dismiss UFOs, debunk them, and anyone who believes in them. That's why we started making them look very fictional. We started making aliens look like cartoons, look fake, because we wanted to assure the public that, hey, this is just a fake, silly thing. The government's taking care of this. There's actually a government project on this. You know, we're analyzing and testing the results, and we are we are on top of so it. You, so basically, that's saying that there was government-backed propaganda 
that made aliens a caricature. Yeah. Okay. A government official has been quoted saying Project Blue Book was nothing more than public relations and that its real intent was to ease the minds of the public without actually looking into the matter of UFOs at all. Actually, a lot of the team on Project Blue Book were not experienced at all, and they didn't even really have any say. Okay, so was it a project that investigated UFO sightings? It was literally for public control over, like... Yes. This mystery. Yes. But okay. that's not that's not what they had believed. So the public was told reports are being collected, we're analyzing them, we're filing them according to the results. Um, and no one noticed anything that anything was wrong for a really long time. Someone on the investigation team, and I can't fucking remember his name, but I saw this in my research, um, he actually sent in his own sighting and then he went back and looked for it and it was gone. He was on that. He was on Project Blue Book team. Okay, and, that's and then he things, filed something, and the file was deleted. He filed an actual alien sighting, and that's when things started clicking. And I think he eventually quit and started his own project. Um, so really, really sketchy. There, there were over throughout Project Blue Book. I think it was around for eighteen years before they shut it down in nineteen seventy, and there were over twelve thousand reports. Or sightings, alien sightings, yeah. and to this day, over 700 are still unidentified. So they still have no, absolutely no logical explanation to what they for are. 700 reports. For of 700 sightings. reports. And so the weird thing is, it's like, why is the government hiding this? Like, there's obviously, why aren't we looking into this more? So the conclusions when it closed in 1970 were one, no UFO reported, investigated, and evaluated by Air Force has ever given any indication of a threat to our national security. Right. Two, there's been no evidence submitted to or discovered by the Air Force that sightings characterized as quote-unquote unidentified represent technological developments or principles beyond the range of present-day scientific knowledge. And number three, there has been no evidence indicating that sightings categorized as quote-unquote unidentified are extraterrestrial vehicles. So basically, it's it's telling us nothing. Like, it's no threat, and we we don't know what these sightings were. We can't explain it, but it's not a threat to our national security. All right. So that's kind of sketchy. Um, the guy that is in unacknowledged, Dr. Michael Greer, he had been trying to persuade Congress for years and government officials to disclose what was actually happening. He's like, if you're not going to tell the public, then I'm going to. So May 9th, 2001, Dr. Stephen Greer led the National Press Club Conference, and that's where they would expose the degree of illegal covert operations at the core of the UFO secrecy. Um, they had coordinated hundreds of first-hand witnesses. There were over 800 whistleblowers from high-level defense contractors, government officials, and military intelligence officials to testify regarding ET UFO secrecy and new energy and technology suppression. The government could probably control everybody's testimonial or like if there's a sighting all that kind of stuff well and then and then that's orchestrated to me oh for sure and this has been going on for so long this is a test that i mean even president reagan hillary clinton roosevelt obama there are several other presidents that have brought this up and it's basically the conversion to a new world order like this is a quote from reagan in our obsession with the antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. 
perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. So is there a plan to fake an alien invasion and scare us and basically convince us to have a new world order? And I know that we're going to talk about that soon, like talking about what what we've turned that into because this is all kind of coming out of nowhere. Like Unacknowledged came out in 2017. That was just last year. And this is getting really, really big. There's definitely something shady going on. Like people are hiding shit. I mean, it's kind of weird that a lot of these powerful people and these sketchy powerful people have alluded to this. Yes. not even international threat, but an otherworldly threat to bring the whole world together. So are they foreseeing, like, just so much divide? Like, look at our country today. Like, yeah, since the Civil War, our country has never been this divided. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, are they are they foreseeing, like, a trend? Like, a, like well, or, or are they trying to open up our minds and start starting to have us think, hey, start thinking about this. Something's coming. Start getting scared. It's possible. Unite with, you know, your fellow humans. And, you know, we all need to be one and unite and protect ourselves against space, which is impossible. I mean, space is so unknown that we have to make sure that never happens. (laughs) Right. All of the files are published on Project Blue Book now. They've been published and released. And declassified yeah. within the last decade. Where can we find those? You can just look them up online. Google Project Blue Book and mm-hmm. like the files will come up. That's crazy. Yeah. And you can actually, and I was looking through. Are they redacted? Through, what do you mean? Like, are there black lines? Oh. No. Oh, really? You can see them all. That's crazy. And if you read them, it's like, it's fucking crazy. People want a summary. Just, I notes. know, but just go just go online for yourself. Google Project Blue Book and look at some of these testimonials. Like, it is unbelievable. And the weird thing to me is what what's happened since that. So since Project Blue Book, everything's been such a secret. They've had a black vault. They've had the Disclosure Project, which Dr. Greer has been for the public knowing and um, more power to the people. And but about. then you have to go back. Okay. The average, like, think about the average person on this earth. What if... All of a sudden, just the U.S., the U.S. government was like, okay, here's all we know about aliens. And it was literally a million times more. Don't you think people would panic? Like, especially, like, think of the average person. 100%. There's no way they could give us this information. So it's like, what are they hiding though? That's the hard part of knowing what is the balance to inform the public, but then control mass hysteria too. So I wouldn't know how to do that. Like, I bet they have a million psychiatrists on staff. Like, for sure. I think. Like, scary. But think about that. Like, why would they ever release all that they, all the government knows about anything? We freak the fuck out. Like, I'm sure they're freaking the fuck out, and they're like trained to deal with this. Like, but the average. American having all of this shit, people would. I mean, look at look at some of the natural disasters that our company, our company, our <laughs> country, yeah, <laughs> responds to. Like, oh yeah, Hurricane Katrina, everybody looted, everybody like 
multiple, multiple horrible crimes, rapes, uh, you know, in safe home, like safe houses, like at the at the convention center here in Houston where we were housing all of the refugees from yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Katrina, I don't know how many rapes were on file, but like so people crazy. do terrible, terrible things when bad things are happening. Instead of coming together, it doesn't bring them together. People loot, people steal, people don't have rules so and that's a great point i mean that's a yeah and that's the thing and that's why we don't get to know this stuff which i'm fine with i mean i'm fine with two unless there's another motive and that's part of the conspiracy and that's what is going to segue into my thing that's what's going to segue into a crazy psycho conspiracy conspiracy theory that i love it is nuts so there's a little conspiracy called Project Blue Beam. Not Blue Book. There's so many projects. Blue Beam. There's so many. So many. So in 1994, Serge Monast, a writer and investigative journalist from Quebec, published this manifesto explaining this theory that has remained infamous in certain circles to this day. So what is it? So let's start with Monest. He was a self-styled journalist from Quebec who wrote a very influential pa- paper in 1994 called Project Bluebeam. He alleged that NASA and the United Nations were working together to simulate an invasion from space using holograms. That's the most generic, high-level description possible so here's what he here's what he thinks he's broken it down into four parts um that was designed by nasa the united nations and this plan would allow those organizations to accomplish what he believed to be the ultimate goal of creating a new age religion so there's a lot of like these new world orders new religion type things and he's just kind of pairing that thought with the government and then with the ufos yeah this guy but looks like a nut he thinks he the government's nut. so crazy and evil so he's so this new age religion would be led by the antichrist to start a new world order dictatorship so so step uh, one okay. i'll walk you through the steps all right step one um project blue beam blue, i'm never gonna say this right project blue beam would involve the manufacture of artificially created earthquakes in strategic locations around the world. The goal would be to unearth artifacts, like historical artifacts, that would like uproot all religious doctrines of all nations that have been misunderstood for centuries to basically discredit all religions. Okay. So there's an artificial, you know, because you uh, think back to... A planted earthquake... Like, yes. very, And they're going to destroy. And they're going to unearth stuff that we've, that is a mystery to us that basically like, okay, so there's the seven, there's the Dead Sea Scrolls for Christian or Judea, um, religious, the Dead Sea Scrolls. So we discovered that Dead Sea Scrolls. Scrolls? Scrolls. Scrolls. So these, and these were the original, like part of the old testament that were thousands of thousands of years old that we found um that gave credit to the bible and all that kind of stuff so for the old it was all old testament so so that's the first step religious artifacts that have been misunderstood leading to discrediting of all religion okay step two let's go so 
step two would involve a gigantic space show, in quotes. During this stage of Project Bluebeam, three-dimensional optical holograms, as well as laser projections of holographic images, would beam across the sky. Like What? Yeah. Uh-huh. So some images would include... So they're just going to do like a huge projector into the sky of silly Like you could pictures. just look up and see shit in the sky. So some of the oh projections God, so would, uh, would include projections of Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, etc. that would merge into one. Manast thinks that this would work because the reason that we could see this all over the world in the sky was because, and I'm quoting, space-based laser-generating satellites from the conspirators, meaning NASA and the United Nations, would project simultaneous images to the four corners of the planet in every language and dialect according to their region. What? Basically like a massive like movie screen where a new god, which would all of those like major leaders of all those religions would form into one single god, would oh speak god. to everyone in their own language. That's yeah, so that's crazy. After all the earthquakes and everybody's questioning religion anyways. And then there's this new religion guy oh in the sky. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Step three. This is where mind control is center stage. Okay. So telephonic communication devices would send waves to each person within their own minds. So like basically like telepathy. The goal of these telepathic messages would be convincing each person, each of them, that their own God is speaking to them from the very depths of their own world. So like of their own soul. So like... If you believed in Jesus Christ and you're a Christian, Jesus would speak to you. So, how would that work? How would they how would they speak to you in your own head? So, according to Manast, such Apple rays products. probably such rays from satellites are fed from the memories of computers that have stored massive data about every human on earth and their languages. Uh that's not far from being real. That's what they're doing right now. Totally. Think about it. Your computer knows, your computer and your phone knows everything about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So freaky. Yeah, like, I want to ask really weird questions to Google, and I'll straight up tell Tracy, like, hey, Google this. I don't want this on my Google history. I don't know. But if you think about it, your phone can be recording your conversation at all times. Totally. It's so crazy. I know. So, um... Okay, so how the so the memories of computers, the stored measurement data by every human earth and large, the rays would then interlace with their natural thinking to form what we call diffuse artificial thought. So basically, what that's saying, and this is my own interpretation of that quote, is like they're talking to you, but you wouldn't be able to distinguish it from your own thought. Like, yeah. you'd think you're just talking to yourself or you had a weird dream or whatever. Like, it's not going to be that intrusive. Look, here's a picture of it. We'll post this. Uh, I mean. What the fuck is that? Oh, true. Holograms. All across the sky. I mean, could you imagine, though, like, 
no one's gonna be like it's gonna be it's su- a hologram like, but it's gonna be subtle as fuck if this is true like they're not just gonna all of a sudden like bombard you with this huge like craziness like they're gonna groom they're gonna groom yeah. you to expect that no for sure I mean, after and the that's earth, what I mean, I'm they're, like, this they're is gonna, a very. Yeah, in, in step three, like, they're going to make it seem like it's your own idea and your own thoughts, even though it's going to be like a message. Okay. That's what he's saying. Okay, so step four technologies would be used in order to convince people that alien invasions and the rapture itself were taking place, thus making it easier for the powers that be to take control of people that are scared. Because a scared society is an easily manipulated society. So here's some other weird stuff slash, like, potential cause for belief. Like, here's some other weird stuff that have happened around this Okay, Project Bluebeam. Um, like, what the fuck moments? Yeah. Let's hear them. Uh, I'm going to talk about Stephen Greer for sure. Um, I like Stephen Greer. Sorry. Yeah. I think I he's do great. Too. I think he's um, real great. So, one component includes the phasing out of cash. Um, Okay, which we're kind of seeing now with Bitcoin and all that cryptocurrency. Monas said that the plan would be executed after a financial crisis. Quote, unquote, not a complete crash, he said, but enough to allow them to introduce some kind of in-between currency before they introduce their electronic cash to replace all paper or plastic money. The 2008 crash was comparable to the great depression crash and it was so there bad there is an in-between currency bitcoin like uh, blockchain all these cryptocurrencies are being made that aren't they're like you know separate from the government separate from the federal federal reserve because they're not traceable but what if that was meant to well be? they're for sure traceable but think about from 1994 think about how much technology has taken over currency right um, credit cards, online payments, all of that. Like I no think one the uses first cash anymore. Credit card was with an airline, um, and it was yeah, it's credit through an airline, like and an airline that, credit that was card. The first credit card that you yeah. could use for dining and stuff, and I think it was like in the seventies or sixties or something like that. Um, but even in the nineties, like if you watch Home Alone, Home Alone Two, whenever he eh, goes to New York eh. and they take his dad's credit card, and they don't even. Type it on a computer. They take it, they put it on that thing and like trace it oh, pretty like much. Like a, and that was what? That was in the ni- mid 90s. Yeah. I mean, think about how far we have come in regards to that in 20 years. So that's what, and this is, and it's this totally is normal a, to us a now. subject that we are going to totally oh, yeah. revisit Bitcoin about why was it created, who created it. In, in, some of the technology consulting firms that I know, they're literally teaching these huge enterprises, especially FinServe, like financial yeah. services. They're all into blockchain right now. And there are consulting companies that are learning how to introduce that to for our enterprise companies to use. It's going to become more and more common. A hundred percent. Because, yeah. well, and it I makes, believe that. I mean, and it makes sense because there's so much volatility with the, with the dollar. And what is that set by? And then what is it backed by? A private company, the Federal Reserve? Well, we talked about this in our in our <laughs> Confederate gold. Our last episode. Yeah. yeah. The dollar means nothing. It's not backed by anything. It, you not cannot anymore. redeem not anymore. Yeah. Since the nineteen thirties, you cannot redeem a dollar. 
for gold perceived so value. So, of course, why wouldn't we try something in the digital age to get away with that? Like, hey, there's a lot of people, like, it makes sense, but then there's also the the question of, like, okay, really, how did, was it really this, uh, and this guy has, like, a kind of, like, Japanese name, and nobody can really figure out who created the first Bitcoin. Like, they can't find this person, but, like, Really, why was why why was that created in the first place? Like, is it really a free market, or is there like intention behind it? That's yeah. what you have to ask yourself. So, here are some other things. Um, okay, then there's this disputed story of Munast's death. Wait, uh, did he die? Yes, he was I dead. did not know that. What the fuck? Right? This changes everything. So it said he was reported that he died of a heart attack without any previous heart problems. And one of the methods of killing supposedly used by the Project Blue Beam was artificially created heart attacks. What? Uh-uh. And he said that? Yeah, he, he called that, that and then he died by that, but he was like Wow. Yeah. So Wait, but how would you artificially inseminate a heart attack? Like, oh, there's there's so much like we are they are they actually like faking a heart attack or are they just saying he had a heart attack and they're just killing him induced heart attack huh okay so he died of a quote-unquote heart attack but it was artificially induced he had no heart problems okay so steven greer a retired physician and outspoken figure in ufology in the ufology scene our most recent documentary unacknowledged was released on Netflix in 2017. He's been warning that the government, for a very long time, that the government will manipulate facts when it discloses information on UFOs in order to consolidate power. Yeah, for sure. I believe that. Yeah, in a blog post, he wrote, quote-unquote, strictly speaking, the militarists and warmongers itching to kick some alien butt as it was said in the movie Independence Day. Well, why is he quoting a movie that's ridiculous? Independence Day? Come, Come on. on. May Okay, let me go back to him. In Independence Day. May actually only want a pretext to justify their existence and get the world to eventually spend huge sums of money on a perceived, if contrived, threat from space. The theory also involves religious fanatics attempting to insti- uh, initiate an Armageddon. He sent a bunch of tweets after that Times piece came out about the 22. So there was this U.S. Time, uh, New York Times article that said the Pentagon spent $22 million on a mysterious UFO analysis program. So Stephen Greer, after that Times piece came out, he sent a bunch of tweets talking about how even though Unacknowledged was the number one documentary on Netflix in 2017. There was no media reporting on it. There was nothing. nothing. It was crickets. Like, no media picked up on it. Nobody talked about it. So, the last thing I'll say about this Blue Beam, and, like, not support of it, but, like, who has kind of referenced it or referenced aspects of this. Hey, I think this Manast guy is a fucking office rocker. Like, holograms and shit like that. But... There are things in our history that have not... Well, obviously his came later, but, like, that kind of support some aspects well, to his. So There are things Ronald that have Reagan, alluded to the power 
the powerful beings and how they want to control us. Control the narrative around and that's the US a, That's sure. a great way to do that. So Ronald Reagan, in the real world, let's just say that, um, he said an alien threat, quote unquote, would be the solution to uniting a hostile world, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So numerous like conspiracy theorists, most notably former naval officer William Cooper, a.k.a. Bill Cooper, uh-huh. um, he's the author of the famed underground book Behold a Pale Horse, speculated that Reagan's speech was an expositional public, quote-unquote, debriefing to prepare the public to accept global government as a necessary response to an alien invasion scenario. Yeah, let's take a let's take a feel of the temperature. Let's see how the public sure, is going to react to something like this. this. He was the one that suggested that the U.S. government had been working on a fake alien invasion since the 1930s. Ronald and Reagan? Yes. Like, well, Ronald Reagan said that, but, like, he said even back further, like, they've been working on a fake inva- alien invasion, like this Bill Cooper guy. That and then he he talked about Orson Welles' um, "Where the Worlds" broadcast. That was an experiment to see how the populace would react to such an event. Um, so this guy Cooper hosted a radio talk show on which he predicted the gradual and pre-planned world economic collapse. Most of his information has proven to be accurate. He blew the lid off of the Oklahoma City Federal Building bombing. And the raids on Waco. Like, he predicted those things. Really? Before they happened, yes. He was lambasted by both Bill Clinton and Rush Limbaugh as, quote-unquote, the most dangerous talk show host in America. What? Uh Wait, who's this? Bill Cooper. Bill Cooper, okay. This guy was shot in front of his home in Arizona. Bill Cooper. Okay. With no... That's weird. I'm sorry. That's weird. I know. So... So to conclude, like, basically the point of that conspiracy is that the government will use our lack of knowledge around these basic principles of science, physics, and understanding all of this to slowly leak, if real or not, but about this, an alien oh invasion this ties and then into, to unite the world. This ties into so many other things, like... Yeah. The media. Like, why are we so obsessed with reality TV? We're getting dumber and dumber. And the government doesn't really care. Like, they don't want us to be knowledgeable. They don't want us to make new innovations, to study the science, to study physics. Like, they don't want that because they want to stay in control. And if we don't know what we don't know, if we stay stupid and ignorant, then they'll be able to control us. So that's what... And whether you believe it or not, I think... Without all the crazy hologram shit, like that's what Project Blue Beam is saying is like, you know, there's a potential theory that the government could use our lack of knowledge and a, a mob mentality of fear to unite the world. And that's really like that's the big question. Like, why and don't that we know more? Hooks back to the new world order. Yeah, because that would be a new world order if yeah. everybody came together to fight UFOs. Yep. So if you watch that documentary in the documentary, there's a commercial and it's like, you know, like the armed forces, the military commercial, it's set up like that, but it's the national space defense. Oh, the, the United States of America space army, basically. Hmm. And there's, they've actually shot commercials for that. So they're getting ready. I mean, 
They're so, slowly dripping it into our heads. And, like, this is the scary part, that it's not going to be that weird whenever it happens. So here's here's the sides, I think, that um, being just completely neutral. I'm sorry, I'm burping as I'm talking, but I didn't burp. And I'm just, like, talking weird. I'm done. Okay. Did you burp? Yeah. While well, I was talking just then. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't even tell. I was talking weird. I thought so, you were yawning. Yawning no, and talking. No, I was not. Okay. Let's just say you 100% believe in extraterrestrial life and that we've all the UFO sightings have been 100% real. Then you could look at this as like the government is trying to filter to like kind of tell us about stuff like with Ronald Reagan kind of disseminate information but they don't want to give us everything because of mass hysteria well like the average American they won't make good decisions people will freak the fuck out so you can look at it that way yeah or if you can look at it from the opposite way like no you don't think that aliens or UFOs are real at all and then all of those stories all those sightings are planted then you have to believe that they were there for a reason from a governmental standpoint and maybe that this theory about a new world order because of a fear of an unknown enemy yeah would unite people absolutely but that's the whole basis of this like the unknown and of course they're not telling us there's degrees in the middle but those are the two extremes that i see either you believe everything and then you think like well, of course the government wouldn't tell us about these things that exist out there because the average American slash Earth citizen couldn't deal with this. Like, you know, especially in primitive areas. Like, Oh, and especially every- with how huge religion is. Like, people would be like, no, you're, you know, the oh, Antichrist. There's, there's the religious aspect. Yeah. And then, like I said, just with the natural disaster in New Orleans, people became the worst versions of themselves. Yeah. At a time of tragedy. Yeah. So, like, you see that's human behavior to loot, to do all these things, to steal, to run, to rape, to, like, that's human nature. So, that's, so if you're on that end of the spectrum, that's why the U.S. probably isn't telling them, every, uh, telling us everything they know, because we would do that. I thought there was, like, a 30-year mission that someone was taking. Like, in the... A person? Maybe I just, maybe it was a movie. (laughs) I don't know. I could have sworn that was real though. I don't know. I think it's so fascinating. And like, um, what's that movie with Matthew McConaughey? Oh, um, Interstellar. Interstellar. It's like, that freaked me the fuck out. It freaked me the fuck also, out too, but I believe it. That that is more how I'm thinking. Like, like it has to do with different times. And then what we like, what ancient civilizations probably saw themselves in different planes or whatever. Yeah, you know what? We're not physicists. I'm not going to. No, but it's just so cool to think about. And like, who knows what happened 500 billion years ago? Maybe there was a very advanced civilization on another planet. So I've talked to Tracy about this. I think some technology was lost a long time ago. I think there was, like, technologies that people in ancient cultures had that were kind of lost through the years, but then we've been rebuilding them in a different way. Like, we have technology they didn't have. But I think there was some lost knowledge that 
I don't think they were as primitive as we think they were. No, but they do have proof of advanced civilizations. Back in the day. Mainstream scholars agree that given our current knowledge of Earth's history, complex life appeared on our planet at least some 1.75 billion years ago. So if complex life could have existed on Earth in the distant past, why is it so improbable and unlikely that advanced civilizations flourished on Earth? This is suggesting that there was life almost 2 billion years ago. The dinosaurs were alive. What the fuck has happened since then? Yeah, the dinosaurs didn't come into existence until uh, 230 million years ago. So, like, was there some sort of human life before the dinosaurs? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about dinosaurs? What do you think about dinosaurs? too yeah same no but that's just so crazy to think about yeah i know what do you think about aliens and project blue book well and project blue beam i don't think the story will ever end so this is one of the episodes that we might be coming back to because with updates like a bonus yeah i mean like people are people are talking about space now and talking about the universe and aliens and especially like in in the commune episode we talked about the private company getting funded by google to go up there like once private companies can actually go up to the moon it's not going to be government filtered. We're so going to start knowing I, a lot more. If, if if the government allows private companies to go and do that, what they're proposing. But they've approved course, it, right? They, right? Yeah. But I'm sure there are some crazy, like, um, da-da-da's. Well, everything's going to have to be filtered out before it but, gets. But, but, but that's what I was saying. Like, if it's a private company, it doesn't have to. It can do whatever it wants because it's private. It's not public. But don't they have to go they and get, get approved? They got approved to go. Okay, so, so but that's, that's exciting. What's going to be interesting is if the government tries to filter their findings. Yeah, I guess that's TBD. There's still so much that we don't know, and this is the fun part of like conspiracy theories. And we, they're as just, crazy as they are, they could be true. They could be true. Okay, the thing true. that we love about conspiracy theories is there's a little bit that's true and there's a little bit that's so fucking ridiculous and we want to talk about all of it. Yeah. And, um... Hey, we didn't talk about what you're drinking today. Oh, we yeah. we definitely have been drinking today. We have. So we always slur at the end of the podcast. It's like, <laughs> we start out so, like, bright and chippery and then the end we're like, Whoa. Well, I just, like, um, between a Jewel Fruit Medley pod and... Topo Chico and Tito's, again, I'm having a great time. What about you? <laughs> I don't know what this My weird-ass babe that's fucking expensive and it's not as good as a jewel. I think it's delicious. It's mango. It Actually, it's mango like with a dreamsicle. So it's Yum. like... Yum. It's yummy. So that's what like you're smoking. Cream. And then just having a mimosa. Yeah. At like 8 o'clock at night. 
know. Which is weird. Does it feel weird to have a mimosa this late? I don't well, think I've ever had a mimosa at 8 o'clock. No, I bet it's yummy. I mean, it's okay. So it's not like a real mimosa. It's a champagne with a splash of a Sure, sure, sure. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's kind of weird drinking that after having Chinese food, but I feel good. Yeah, good. I feel really I good. Too. Well, okay. So we hope, hope you guys learned some something. Yeah. Um, we don't do know. You, a lot. Do you, so I know some people that have had that have claimed to have firsthand experience. You do know you? actual people? Yes. No, I don't know anyone. I'll say that our next one. Okay. Well. Little, little teaser. teaser. Yeah, come back and listen to the next one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm excited. Well. This is good. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah. I, I love, love you. you. God, God bless, bless you. And trust, trust no, no one. one. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.